Yeah, we did on New Year's use the uh, joke, I'm hit too much. Put that yeah. on the podcast. Yeah, it's, we're, we're live. So, <laughs> yeah, there will be. announced that you're hitting the button, but whatever. There, <laughs> well, I was trying to, ca- I was trying to capture, uh, you know, natural. The gold? Natural audio. So, we are live. Well, we're not live because you're hearing this at a later date. Uh, we are alive. Uh, but we are uh, coming at you from church. So, welcome to the Average Minute. Uh, West Valley Golf Center, for those of you who don't know, Thursdays at 6.30. Don't come next week because we're going to be in Mexico. Uh, that's true, yeah. Public so, service announcement. Public service announcement. No church. Uh, well, y'all can come to church, but uh, we won't be here because reasons. Your primary entertainment is going to be entertaining Mexicans. Right. So this is the first podcast of the year, technically, because we published before midnight. Oh, that's right. Uh, on New Year's Eve. It's like, it felt like we did this recently. <laughs> um, and no, I was not drinking since 7 a.m. I don't care what it sounded like. No, no, no. When I, when I said I listened back and, and I could tell who'd been drinking all day, I was referring to me. Oh. Because <laughs> I was... Uh, I've heard it both ways. That was a, that was a seltzer-heavy uh, New Year's Eve and it, it hit me hard, so like I was listening back going, Oh man, like that's terrible. That's right, we golfed that morning. We were we were both drinking since seven AM. I did not golf New Year's did you Eve not golf morning. New Year's no. Eve? Absolutely I not. It feels like I golfed. You I think oh, you did. With, uh, Matt. Yeah. I golfed. Yeah. What did I do? I don't think I did anything New Year's Eve morning. Oh, no, I had to take uh, grandma average uh, to the airport. So, yeah. This is riveting audio. Yeah, right. So, uh, y'all are welcome. Y'all are caught up on the mundane details of my life now. So, uh, we got uh, Diablo joining us. Hello, guys. What's up? We got uh, Eric Gerdes back for his. Uh, he liked it so much the first time, he decided to come back. So, came Found, found spirit. Yeah. yeah. Multi guest spots. And um, uh, Harlan. Yes, sir. Here. Harlan uh, is thinking about joining up this season. Uh, he joined the COVID year and then didn't make it because he got COVID and died. He's back with a vengeance. <laughs> so he's back in. Drove a half hour to get here tonight just so he could be on the podcast. Um, still half wearing hour? his golf glove. So. That's short. <laughs> I came for the beer. <laughs> um, so speaking of, uh, MGA season starting up around the corner. We got registration uh, we've had people sign up, so that is the uh, the downside to advertising registration is people don't generally read all yeah. the way to the bottom of a post. Yeah, wait for uh, somebody uh, West Valley related to say now's the time to sign up. We've had about we've had about six people since the end of the season and the beginning of the new season sign up in the off season. So I believe I'll, I did that my first year to I renewed like in you know November right like, after Worlds. <laughs> right after right after <laughs> Worlds. So uh, there's there's probably a process that involves emailing Morley about Yeah, there uh, was a hey uh, Morley, uh, could I have that applied to next year cuz and he goes, "You know how big a pain in the ass this is?" I'm like, "No, but can I get my money back?" Yeah. <laughs> So that's great audio too, by the way. Yeah, the that's can yeah. crushing. That's feel um, free to stomp them. <laughs> so, so for if if you were one of the unfortunate people that uh, signed up too early, we'll we'll get you taken care of. But don't ever do that again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> registration. This is a one-time only mistake. Registration starts 
it opens up uh, somewhere on or around the 10th. Uh, so next uh, week. That's current word is, uh, you know, don't sign up until after the 10th. I personally would tell you to wait until one of us tells you to sign up. I mean, it's not it's not limited. So it's not like concert tickets where you got to yeah. be right there on the 10th to sign up. I mean, yeah. we'll, we'll allow 200 of you guys. We'll get you in. Don't all right? talk to us about skins at the end of the tournament. Uh, if we had 200 people <laughs> sign up for the league, that means we'd probably have 75 people at a <laughs> <Yeah>. tournament. Because <laughs> we hit, what, 90 93 last, was last year's. Last season, we have uh, around 60 at a tournament. So, um, But, yeah, coming up next week, so mark your calendars. We got um, registration opens up. Uh, Bob, I feel like you have a screenshot of the preliminary. So don't start marking your calendars now, but definitely start. Hold, please. We're at church. Well, so we got, church. we got drag racing. Um you know, start the preliminary conversations with your wife about, hey, you know, I think we need to stay home this weekend, you know, that kind of thing. We'll give you some preliminary dates, but nothing is set in stone. So, Bob, what do you got on that? Yeah, the, the only uh, two dates that are actually currently set and confirmed are you got a uh, April 16th, the day after tax day, for those of you who pay taxes. Uh, my favorite day of the year, of course. Uh, and that, we've got Emerald Canyon for the Battle of the Bridge. Uh, I believe we actually even had that set up last year. Yeah, he booked uh, that at the at last year's Battle of the Bridge. So for those of you that are new this year, uh, Battle of the Bridge is a travel tournament. Uh, that one's going to be in Parker, and that's a uh, grudge match that we have against the Las Vegas chapter. It's a match play tournament. doesn't count for anything other than bragging rights. There's no MGA, you know, money list points applied, none of that shit. It is merely a travel tournament. It's a great weekend if you haven't done it. Uh, we get as many West Valley medios as we can. We you get get a hotel or we don't do anything like we, we're not setting up lodging for you. You're gonna have to do it yourself. But um, we recommend staying in Havasu, which is about a 25 minute drive uh, to Parker. But it's way better than staying in Parker because there ain't nothing to do in Parker. Yeah, so basically, if you're staying in Parker, you're pretty much stuck with the casino. Is pretty right. much your primary option unless you really like. Uh, Motel Sixes, uh, and then Havasu has all sorts of Airbnbs. Yeah, Havasu all, has all affordable Airbnbs. They got shitty motels. They got the uh, Hampton Inn that has free ice. Yeah, free so. ice. For, <laughs> very important for uh, summertime festivities. And uh, yeah, so that's a, that's a great that's a great tournament. But that's definitely set in stone. Uh, so and then if we end up doing a dinner on Saturday night, which is a most likely, the dinner will be in Havasu. Oh, for sure, hundred percent. Because because. The year that we stayed in Parker for the battle, uh, every dinner was at the Mexican restaurant. Taco which Bell? Is, no, oh. there's actually a, it's a pretty <laughs> legit Mexican restaurant, and they got a bar and stuff, but it was like, eh, how many, uh, you know, yeah. chimichangas can you eat, you know? So, uh, it'll definitely be half soup. And then the other uh, confirmed tournament is uh, in Prescott, where we're going to Antelope Hills again for the Bradish Open. Uh, Greg Houston's uh, special tournament every year where he gets his golden ticket and a win. Oh, that's right. Uh, it's That's going to be July 15th. I believe that is a Saturday. Um, I My phone is occupied right oh. at the moment. But, yeah, July 15th. Uh, Y'all can look it up, dude. We're in. It's 2023. God damn <laughs> yeah, it. There's so, a calendar on your phone. July 15th <laughs> is the is the uh, the Bradish Open. That's the one where you're you're playing for the Claret Jugs, which is one of the best trophies that the MGA offers, by the way. So that's again another travel tournament. So travel tournament, get your lodging. There is a uh, uh, Hilton up there also. 
Yeah. Uh, that's right on the creek. That's a good place uh, you can walk to uh, Whiskey Row from there. Uh, they also have a lot of old-timey uh, oh, yeah. hotels, they, they which got, is where uh, I believe you guys stayed. We did that last year, but in years past, we, we've done the Airbnb, which is also cool, too, because they got some old, you know, historic cottages and stuff like that up there, which, you know, pretty much anywhere you're going to stay up there, unless it's the Motel 6, is, is pretty, uh, pretty decent, but... <clears throat> Uh, that's always a great weekend, man. So, but that's one where you definitely want to book your lodging ahead of time because they'll throw a rodeo in for some reason and all of a sudden you can't get a place in town. Yeah. So uh, definitely look uh, early for your lodging. And um, uh, we got preliminary dates, right, for some of the other tournaments? Uh, the preliminary dates are all, you know, all of these are like pending approval and that sort of stuff, but uh, uh, we have our two off-season events which is uh the below average challenge or bac which you discussed that right last time we're gonna try to do that uh february 18th is what currently is and that's uh trace rios who had us last year uh the email that uh, i feel like he i feel like he uh told me this morning that that was a that that was a lock uh his little thing says he's still waiting for an email on it i'm pretty sure they're they're in uh, right. The main thing with the, the email that I made sure Whip sent was uh, make sure they stock up their coolers with right. alcohol because we're it's a problem when we run out because uh, we'll riot this year. <laughs> Burn that damn place down. Yeah. Uh, mediocre lives matter. <laughs> uh, we'll bring a pallet of bricks <laughs> to yeah. the parking lot. Start chucking. And it's up to them whether or not we use them. Uh, and then we have a three club challenge, the Wasted Open. Uh uh, there's a lot of discussion between the three of us with regards to uh, getting it to a shorter course. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, I think we're definitely leaning toward uh, Whip, shorter course. Uh, Whip reached out to Peoria Pines. Uh, that's that's going to be our first choice, which is there off of uh, what, 107th Avenue or something like that. Yeah, and, uh, and like Olive, between Olive and North, Northern, basically. Right. Uh, and that's a little, you know, but it's a par 63 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's an executive. Uh, so that'll that'll work out good for the uh, three club challenge. If you haven't done that, you pick you pick whatever three clubs you want. Right. Uh, the guy who won it the one year we did it, uh, he went uh, two drivers and a wedge. Uh, well, I think he went drive, <laughs> driver, wedge, and a putter. Right. Uh, which that's not what I did, but he won and I didn't. So there's that. There, there's lots of discussion to be had around which three clubs. Um, but ultimately, it's it's always interesting to see. Like I was paired with uh, David at the last the last time we did the three club challenge, and he he brought his like three hybrid, and oh, you definitely uh, see this is just me, but I feel like you definitely want to have a wedge, um, in your in your three clubs uh, just for yeah. I I went with a wedge and a hybrid, and I was gonna putt with my hybrid, and I had played a practice round putting with my hybrid. And I had it all figured out, and then as soon as I got there, Whip and I started drinking, and I forgot how to putt with my hybrid first ten holes. And then I'm like, "Oh yeah, I was putting my hands forward. That's why it's not. That's why it's popping up so much." Yeah, I think this year, I think I'm. I I don't know, and don't hold me to this, but I think I'm gonna go. I think I'm gonna go three wood, nine iron, and shit. I don't know. Three wood, nine iron, maybe a 56. You think you could putt with a three wood? Yeah. Okay. What about a seven iron? Uh, I did that the last time we... See, it's all about what feels good in your hand. It, it's about it's about what, you know... 
like I know. And that's words to live by. What feels good in your hand? Those, <laughs> right. Those of you single folks. We still talking about golf? <laughs> are we, yeah. Are we talking about golf? I have. Um, I I am. I am at the stage right now, and we'll get to this coming up here in a little yeah. bit when we get to our game improvement segment. But I'm at the point in my game right now where every iron in my bag goes 120 yards. So I'm familiar. It. it <laughs> but. My nine iron goes the most straight, <laughs> so I'm going. I'm going nine iron for sure, and three wood for off the tee and putting. So, but a 56, you know, which I can I can chip with, but I can also play it out of a bunker if I need to, you know. Oh, did I mention the three club is uh, February 26th? Three club. Three. So we're doing BAC first to uh, open. BAC. We're all still going to be hungover. Because a week later we're playing the three club, so right. that's going to add extra strategy so, to the three club. So which, which three clubs can you find after the BAC? <laughs> You're going to be completely reevaluating your entire game yeah. after the BAC. Um, so, so what you want to do, uh, Harlan? If you go to the BAC, I'm going to need you to Uber. <laughs> Because you're not driving that far back. No, <laughs> no. And that's and that's a valid point too. If you uh, you definitely want to have travel arrangements for the BAC, uh, yeah, get a designated driver or Uber or something, right? Like, or get a hotel room close to Trace Rios. You know, there's uh, a campground right there. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> sleeping bag. I'm you know, still. That's, that's actually not a bad idea. I'm still uh, thinking about taking the average minute tour bus yeah. to the golf yeah. tournament and just crashing right yeah, there. I think that's a great idea. Uh, we can barbecue. It'll be great. It'll be a great day. Um, but yeah, for sure, you you definitely do do not want to drive yourself to. Well, you can drive yourself too. Just don't drive yourself home yeah. from the BAC. That's not recommended. We don't we, we we don't condone any kind of unsafe activity like that. <laughs> yeah, uh, we've we, never done we it. We definitely never do that ourselves. <laughs> so, I'd just like to go on record yeah. as advising everybody to uh, turn your keys yeah. in to whip when you're registering for the BAC. And if you do happen to want to drive home after that, it's a good idea to have a Mother's Day card in your glove box. Uh, for sure. Uh, I feel like we've told that story. <laughs> yeah. So listen back listen to, to previous, previous episodes. episodes. I don't know which one it is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that joke's going to take you 20, 25 hours to get. <laughs> uh, but yes, definitely have a Mother's Day card in the glove box uh, that's that's several years old. Yeah. Um, what else you got for uh, MGA? Our uh, Rebel Beach Am-Am, which is our uh, first official tournament uh he's got you for uh one of the sun city courses uh uh-huh. take your pick north or south i think they're both basically the i same. think it depends on a bit yeah it's like they're the same course they're just yeah. mirror image like yeah. flip-flop instead of dog leg right you got a dog leg left but it's the same hole and, and that one's march 12th i've played a, a regular uh club men's club tournament there and i mean that's a course you're probably gonna plan a, some of us are going to have to walk it because they don't have enough carts for right. everybody. Which, and, and which I'm the, all in on for the time of so. year. I, I I prefer walking anyway. Yeah. You know, especially because I'll probably get some fucking rando in my group. <laughs> <laughs> and again, don't quit the league. Just because. <laughs> it doesn't mean I don't like you. Okay, it just means I like to walk. <laughs> So you know who you are. Don't quit the league. And, and if you're new to the league, uh, the Am-Am, you pick a partner, uh, try to you know make some sort of cool dress-alike type situation yeah, or it's costume defi- or whatever you yeah, want to do. Yeah, it's definitely a, a team. Uh, you want to have a your team uniform. 
for sure. Paired event. It, uh, and then the, the most unique uh, gets absolutely nothing except for uh, we congratulate you for uh, looking unique. And, and the girls probably take the most pictures of you. Yeah, you'll, with you. Right? Uh, you like, can cop a feel on Jessica. Uh, Mrs. Average, uh, <laughs> I've heard it both ways. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, she's, she's, we, we talk about who's the welcome committee. Uh, yeah. Mrs. Yeah. Average yeah. is the welcome committee. So, uh, what else you got? Uh, we already discussed the battle. Uh, Bastards, uh, he's, uh, Whip must want to win the Bastards because he's got to destroy a mountain. Oh and my gosh! We all know he, he doesn't have a blue jacket. He, yeah, there you go. That's that's why uh, that motherfucker. You know, uh, Whip plays Australia Mountain because he wins there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and and that's your uh, April twenty third, which is a Wednesday. I don't know. Nobody has a calendar. Uh, we're we're trying. Yeah, we're it's definitely a. <laughs> yeah, Whip's definitely trying to win. He's got it on yeah. a Wednesday where he's retired. He's going to be the only it's, one playing. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be Whip. It's going to be Hal. It's going to be uh, maybe, no, not even D-Rod these days. Huh. Yep. What else? Uh, so then the, the MGA, that's, uh, we're trying to do Los Cataleros in uh, Wickenburg. There's a little uh, issue with their... That, a lot of, that know, could be problematic. As we were there last year, they are redoing the clubhouse and stuff. Well, now they're taking it to working out uh, a new parking lot. And uh, with no place to park, it's going to be hard for 60 of us to play golf in Wickenburg. They're putting in a new valet station. Yeah. It's going to take months. Uh, and so uh, we're not sure if that one's going to hold true. Uh, I thought about reaching out to my buddy who runs Wickenburg Ranch, but I have a feeling that the price and... Uh, Can you imagine... And Can our, you imagine? Our, our group at Wickenburg Ranch. I don't think I want to put my name on that. You know, no offense to any of you MGAers and and people that may have not joined yet that are still thinking about it, but we are not welcome. <laughs> yeah. At Wickenburg Ranch, like that's a. Uh, I I think I could get us on there, but I have a feeling that my buddy's not going to be my friend anymore. No, yeah, that's yeah, your. That's, uh, that's the type of thing that is going to burn a friendship. That's a sure. one and done. Yeah. That'd be a one time thing. <laughs> yeah. Because I'd sell him on how many beers we drink and, you know, and, and buy. Yeah, and but, stock up on the pistachio yeah, muffins. Yeah, uh, pistachio muffins. Uh, again, that's two episodes. Ago. Yeah, uh, you want to listen back to previous episodes, you know. That's a, that's a callback. So, in other words, we got some stuff in the works. The schedule is, uh, is going to be complete here pretty quick. Uh, hopefully, either by or shortly after registration so you can all have your wives lined out on when you're gonna be playing golf and it won't even be a conversation get it done early and uh, rip the band-aid off and be like look babe i got eight tournaments that i'm playing this year plus worlds plus you know these other off-season events so it's like you know 12 tournament it's fine you'll be fine well yeah, our, our last four tournaments are really up in the air on where they're going to be uh you got overseed issues yeah. you got uh courses that have left us high and dry we're trying to get back on type of thing right uh i would say uh tentatively the last gasp is going to be cold water uh we've always played cold water at least once in a season those guys take great care of us i don't see why we wouldn't be playing at least a tournament there right for sure uh, everything else is just kind of up in the air uh pending you know the, the superintendent getting back to whip right which that communication can be slow at times, but uh, Whip's built some relationships around town, so I, I feel like he's uh, <clears throat> he'll be he'll be getting some good news here here well, I, pretty soon. I have a feeling uh, 
we're going to get uh, Jessica Martin uh, to take care of the Sterling Grove issue because that's, I mean, is why, it an issue? why else is she here? Oh, I just whip hasn't heard back yet. Oh, so. well, she's here because she's a mediocre golfer that yeah. is, you know, but that's why she's here, not because she lives she, in Sterling Grove. She's going to dominate Sterling Grove. I know. She's got all that local knowledge. Yeah. We're going to be in her group going, how does this break? <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right. Well, that's a wrap on the uh, on the MGA minutes. So again, what you want to do is go to mgatour.com. And you know what? I realize this is an international podcast, right? So uh, sorry about that for all y'all that are in Iran or Denmark uh, <laughs> listening, because that's a thing now. We got listeners in Iran, Denmark, yeah, pretty sure that's uh, a, Spain. Uh, a VPN situation. It, listen, yeah. you let me believe <laughs> oh. what I want to believe. Okay. <laughs> You do one episode on Sharia law, next thing you know, Iran is a new yeah, market the, for your you podcast. You know what? It's probably so. their uh, defense minister or something going, do we need to nuke this guy? <laughs> yeah, is this, is this going to be a problem, or is he, <laughs> yeah, or is he spreading the word <laughs> yeah. about the great, spreading the good news about Islam and, you know. I, actually, I don't even know if Sharia law is an Islam thing. That's how educated I am uh, on Sharia law. All praise to Allah. Is it, is it Islam? It is definitely Islam. Yeah. Okay, yes, well, there you go. I was yeah. right about something. <laughs> Uh, what's what episode is this? Uh, this is episode twenty-one. Twenty-one. So it took a twenty-one episodes to get you right about something. There you go. Oh. It happens. Food of funk. It happens. Um, all right. Well, you know what? Uh, it's already that time for me. When you got the when you got a prostate the size of a grapefruit, uh, we're going to take a commercial break early. So it's actually probably not going to be a commercial break. Uh, I'm going to hit pause and then we'll come back. So uh, Actually, I thought the, the last episode for New Year's, the uh, commercial breaks with SNS and uh, Sexy. Uh, those are the only th- two. Th- they really went, fl- well, those are the only two professionally done ones. <laughs> yeah. Of them we, we'd wing it and talk, <laughs> talk about somebody killing dogs with pesticides and you know, whatever. Those are the only two pre-recorded <laughs> episodes I have. So who knows? Uh, by the time you hear it, uh, I will yeah. have decided whether or not to yeah. throw a commercial in there. But uh, we'll be right back after either after these words, but definitely after this piss. So we'll we'll see you later. Fellas, are you tired of the same old golf apparel you've been wearing year after year? Do you show up at the course looking like your mommy laid your outfit on the bed for you? Maybe your mommy did lay her outfit on the bed for you before you're around. It's relatable. Everyone has that go-to shirt they think makes them look lean and trim. Shit, I mean, even our own West Valley chapter leader has the same old ratty-ass palm tree shirt he wears week in and week out. Time to break out of the rut and replace those boring old shirts with something sexy. Sexy Ocho Apparel is your go-to brand for shirts, bucket hats, mankinis, and more. With bold patterns you never knew you wanted, and a proprietary blend of only the finest Chinese polyesters and other synthetic materials, Sexy Ocho Apparel will have you turning heads on the course and maybe even give you the confidence you need to turn a couple of those double bogeys into bogeys. I only wear Sexy Ocho on the course, and I'll tell you what, I'll never go back to those boring old name brand shirts the pros try to get me to buy. I got all kind of sponsors beating my door down, giving me all kind of free apparel. It's all trash. Only Sexy Ocho gives me the look and the feel of a 1980s Persian waterbed salesman. And that, my friends, is all you need in a golf shirt. Stock up on yours today. Just visit www.sexyochoapparel.com. That's S-X-Y-O-C-H-O-Apparel.com. Replace all those old shirts. Buy your Sexy Ocho Party Boy starter pack and get an extra schmedium zebra print mankini with chapstick pouch at no extra charge. Just pay separate processing. You'll be glad you did. And we're back. 
Thanks for uh, sticking through that uh, sexy Ocho advertisement. It's getting a little crusty. I might uh, I might have to update. Uh, oh yeah, you, you, it's getting tiresome now. But uh, I I'm happy that I actually won the you know conversation and actually got it inserted. So you're welcome. Uh, listen, you don't have to convince. Uh, never mind. Well, enough <laughs> about insertion and, and convincing me to insert. I. Uh, bottom line is, you don't have to convince me to insert uh, yeah. hardly at all. You know, I'm the guy. I'm the guy at the uh, with the the card like in the machine before, and the, uh, the lady's always like, uh, "Don't not yet, not." Yet. And I'm like, uh, uh, "Wait for it to say it's, it. it's already over." Like, I don't. Sorry, yeah, I'm already done. <laughs> I'm done. The transaction's complete. Was it was it as good for you as it was for me? So, <laughs> so. So, so uh, your first lesson with a uh, new coach. Uh, so yeah, the guy we'll using. get we'll get right in, dive right into the golf tech situation. So update for 2023, average Johnson and his journey to get better. So you and I feel yeah, like maybe a trek to more than a journey. It's a it's a quest, really. What kind of hardship can we say? It's a it's a quest. Let's say you're climbing Everest and you're still in the flat part. Uh, I'm not even to base camp yet. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm still I'm still acclimating to the altitude. Uh, you, you haven't even met a Sherpa. <laughs> no. Uh, so, so I feel like we did talk about sw- the whole coach yeah, switch we handled thing. The, the, the switch. And I was drunk. Just... Turns out I was drunk last yeah. episode. Uh, uh, hypothetically. In the, yeah, I mean I wasn't driving anywhere. We were in my backyard, so things are fine. But um, yeah, we definitely. Uh, you hooked me up there, got me switched over to your instructor, which, again, nothing, I have no ill words toward the old and the previous instructor, the one that I started with. It was just a more of a, I wasn't getting the material that he was laying down. So it, if it's anybody, it's me. I'm giving him the, it's not I, him, I, it's me. When I talked to my guy at my lesson, he basically was like, you know, it's just certain kind of instructors to where, the original guy was kind of just following the this is how you teach somebody right. how to uh, swing a golf club and then my guy mentioned that well yes that's how you're supposed to teach but you can't change so much that the guy can't golf anymore because you still want to go out and golf and have fun it, right and honestly I don't even think that was the case it wasn't like he was overloading me with information and I couldn't keep up that was definitely not the problem because it took three lessons with the original instructor for me to get to 10 o'clock on my backswing right that three whole lessons to get to not even the top of my backswing and trying to formulate an entire golf swing based on that was it wasn't so he was very systematic like okay lesson one is this lesson two is this lesson three is this and i'm sitting there going okay i need to i still need to to swing golf club entirely like you can't go out there and play around a golf with a backswing. Like that's not a thing. <laughs> yeah. At least I haven't seen it done yet. But um, so I went in I've there. I've seen it in Japan. <laughs> Japan uh, uh, well, there is that guy here that I haven't seen him lately. The guy that comes to church and warms up with a baseball bat. Oh yeah, it's definitely from. Uh, he's from yeah. Japan or Laos or something like Started that. Started up on up top. Baseball bat. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Like Obviously, golf. No, 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 no. Like he doesn't hit balls. He just you know warms up and oh. with a baseball bat just swings it stretch out. Okay. Uh, and it's like he's doing yoga up there in the hitting bay. But uh, that's beside the point. Um, like wax on and wax off. A little bit, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, a little bit. Does a little crouching tiger action. Uh, again, uh, we love the Japanese. Um, you know, what you want to do is, uh, at least it wasn't Holocaust. Just, just right? smash that like button on the... Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can leave feedback <laughs> on the podcast. So uh, we'll be fine. We love the Japanese. Uh, I love ramen. You know, I drive a Toyota. That That's worth anything at all. So... Um, but no, back to my, back to my thing is, um, so I went in there, uh, with my, my first lesson with the new instructor and basically laid out all of my frustrations, not with the old instructor, just with where I'm at with my game and my swing. And I unloaded everything on him and he sat there and took it like a champ and, um, and proceeded to go, okay, close, close the textbook. Hold on, I'm, I'm in the middle of recruiting a MGA member right now in the middle of the podcast. So, hey, sign up after the 10th, right? After the 10th. Otherwise, yeah. it'll go towards last year. You want to okay. be on this year? Yeah. After the 10th. Yep. After the 10th. Thank you. So, so I go in there and I unload all my frustrations on the instructor and go, look, man, this is, this is where... And at the core of my frustrations is I cannot make solid contact no matter what. Like, I know I'm coming over the top. I know my grip sucks. I know my, you know, all of the, I know all of these things. I can't make solid contact no matter what. I'm hitting it fat. I'm hitting a hosel. I'm, you know, toe, heel, everywhere. Everywhere but flush, right? And, um, going full red key. Yeah. And so he goes, all right, it steps away from the podium, right? Like he's got this little podium with a computer on it where he does the works the telestrator and cameras and all that kind of stuff steps away from that and just goes hit a couple balls let me take a look we're gonna we're gonna totally deviate from the from the curriculum right at the moment and hit some balls and um let me see what you got going on so i do and he does the whole like yeah 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 i can see everything that you're fr- i can see everything that you're frustrated with uh because it turns out you do have a horrible swing it's, it's horrible right and he goes i'll tell you what he goes I, we're not even going to do this whole like lesson plan thing right now he goes you need to do all of those things and i go yeah like it definitely i'm not arguing with the instructor like he was giving me bullshit information any of those things like i'm not i'm not bucking the system here i need something i can take to the course right now like I need you know I need to be able to hit the ball he goes no I got you and he does this thing so so one of my main problems is aside from my grip um, and aside from the fact that I open up the club face like way like I have the club face way open and take away all the way through my the top of my backswing and then I come over the top and I'm trying to correct did he show you Aaron Badley multiple times no he showed me Aaron Badley so much that I'm tired of Aaron Badley. Well, no, he 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 get oh, shit. Who did he put me up against this time? Um, it was it was Rory or Rory or Ricky. Ricky Fowler's who they've used quite a bit, other than Badley. But he definitely he definitely showed me he definitely showed me Rory, and so one of my main things is I am starting my my downswing with my shoulder and I'm leaning forward and casting over like I'm throwing my hands over the top and coming way over the top and outside in and it's a festivus miracle if I if I manage to make decent contact right so he goes I'll tell you what 
he sets up this little pylon cone, you know, thing in front of, so I'm set up, he sets me up to the ball. Actually, he didn't. He, he set me up to no ball, just set up, take your, take your stance, grab the club, and he sets this pylon thing up, and he goes, now don't take a full swing, just, you know, like nine to three, take a, like a half swing. He goes, but what I want you to do is, and he puts this pylon thing in front of my left leg. So it's, and it's about waist high. And he goes, what I want you to do is take your backswing, not a full, like you're not going full send. You're just, he, he goes, but in your, in your through swing, I, I want you to lean forward. I want you to knock that, that pylon over. Cause what I'm doing in my natural swing, what I came to him with was I'm, I'm rotating back and then I'm starting with my shoulders and I'm just rotate. I'm trying to rotate my hips and my arms at the same time Mm -hmm. instead of leaning i'm not getting the weight on my front foot and it's causing me to like lean back it's causing me to you know over the top outside in that whole combination and he goes just knock that pylon over like make an effort to do it not like super exaggerated but just make an effort to do it and he gives me the statistic that um and he shows and he videotapes the whole thing and he's got the telestrator going he goes most PGA Tour players, the average movement of any, they measure it, I guess, like that, your lead hip. In your in your through swing, there's about six inches of movement toward the target with a PGA Tour player. Yeah, at the finish, yeah. And he measured my, he goes, this is your, this is your, your swing that I, when I said hit a couple balls, he goes, this is where you're at. And I was like one point two inches of movement and that he goes mostly that's after you swing and it's just momentum carrying you forward he goes what i want you to do is move your hip forward toward the target and uh and it'll help you and it, it changed multiple things not only did did i get the weight onto my front leg i was moving and the first time i did it he measured it and it was like six and a half inches because I was like trying to That's exaggerate. The first time you've ever been six and a half inches, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, they, so they wouldn't call you average. Your, go, your golf right. instructor, didn't, your golf instructor didn't measure you. No, oh, that's, that seems like an extra that's, service. That's you, weird. That must I be mean, bonus for if he, you sign up for a year. You he he was get a, fitting me for speedos and everything. I got. The, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry for your wife, dude. <laughs> uh, listen, most people are. Uh, no, actually, She's I a good I saw a statistic today. On a side note, I saw a statistic today that the average horse weighs a thousand pounds right uh-huh. average horse has about a 20 inch dick okay okay yeah so math is hard but that's about an inch for per 50 pounds okay. right average man 20 200 pounds with a four-inch dick is technically hung like a horse oh yeah. so okay. yeah. you know i'm just saying yeah you're all welcome Average Johnson. It's a thing. <laughs> uh, so be proud. Anyway, so 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 back to my... I knock the pile on over, do my swing. He has me do that a couple of times. And then he goes, okay, now hit a ball. And... And, he, and, then, he, and then he shows me, and I hit the ball, and it wasn't like, oh, my, the greatest shot or whatever. But it was ball first contact took a divot after the ball right is um, that what you're supposed to do yeah 
Yeah, it turns out. I, I've been playing from the fairway like sand shots. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, yeah, what you want to do is open the club yeah, face, hit about yeah. three inches behind yeah. the ball, let the divot carry the ball up onto the green. Um, that way you have nice grass to play off of, sitting right there with the ball. Um, so, so he has me hit the ball, and it just instantly feels right. Like somehow, whatever that be, I don't, I didn't even know what right felt like until, you know, and it just felt right. He goes, see, and I'm like, no, not really, no, but, but I felt it. I, you know, and he you. shows me Appreciate it. one of those weird ones where you go, I didn't even hit the ball, but I hit the ball. He goes, he goes that when you were taking full swings, he goes, the yardage that you got with your, I'm hitting nine iron. He goes, the yardage with that half swing that you just made was exactly the same as your full send nine iron your old swing right and he goes we'll get to full you need to get this motion down and then we'll get to full swing and i'm not to full swing yet but when he had me do the nine o'clock thing uh when i saw in the video i'm like i'm closer to 10 30 11 o'clock he goes everybody is when i tell him nine o'clock i'm like right. oh you should probably tell me it's, seven. It's like when you it's like when you go, look, I'm just gonna put the tip in. Yeah. I'm closer to sack than I am to you know, it's it's fine. <laughs> we're we're gonna soak. That's it. Yeah. yeah. I mean there'll, there'll be no pumps. See, that's a that's a trick that's a trick that I've been using for years. Because when you're working with all tip, like that's <laughs> like it's I'm bottoming out at that point. Um, no, so but it was amazing though. Because he showed, and then he showed me, like, okay, look at look at that movement, and it wasn't only the hip movement moving toward the target, but what that did was it promoted me to, I move my hips first, it promoted me to 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 basically lean my right shoulder down, not like lean back with my back, but lean my right sh- tilt my right shoulder and drop my arm on the inside so I wasn't coming over the top and it, sh- it helped me shallow out the club instantly. Like just move that hip move, I was shallowing out the club and I wasn't, co- I was still coming a little outside in because that's my natural thing, but it was like just night and day difference. So that was my big breakthrough on, on Tuesday yeah, that it, I had. It sounds a lot like you and I are both basically being taught the same, hey, get shallow. Right. Uh, now I'm, I'm, I'm concerned at one thing. Uh-huh. You guys are talking about this. How, how good we're going to get? Is yeah, it the, well, know, is it the instructor be... measuring oh, you? Because it's, a, it's not no, as embarrassing as it sounds. He's already inserted in me. Okay. So it's, a, it's a pretty warm studio, <laughs> so it's not really <laughs> But the, my concern is that they say most of these instructors just do what your swing was. They compromise and do things, okay, do this way so uh, you I have think, a better swing. I think that's a lot like if you come... Uh, Valley Golf, you used one of the guys here before. No, no, no. No, I met a different guy a different here, guy. Okay. but he wasn't. He didn't work well, here. I know one of the guys that does his lessons here, and I had him uh, give lessons to my son, and my son knew nothing about golf at all, and it was just kind of, yeah, do your baseball swing, and I'll try to help you hit the ball better. Yeah. Where right. I don't... It's, it's another one of those things, the reason why you kind of nobody ever wants to do lessons because you got to break everything well, down there's, before you there's, get better. There's definitely instructors like that, and I have yeah. seen that. Like, hey, let's see what you're working with, and let's, instead of trying to teach you from the beginning, this is how you hold a golf club, this is how you swing a golf club, this is, you know, everything, 
I'm going to take what you're working with and make it the best that it can be for you, right? Uh, yeah. So far, they're changing everything about and, my swing, but, but subtle changes right. each time. And it, the lessons are 30 minutes, and typically, I mean, I, I have a bad shoulder, so for me, after about 20 minutes of hitting balls, I'm, I'm in pain to where I'm ready to be done. Uh, but the, 20, the 30 minutes really actually kind of goes by. So, there, so there's no beer breaks? No, oh, here. Okay. I no. actually do mine in the morning before, <laughs> just, just to keep from that being a problem. Because otherwise, you know, if I did it at night, like average, I'd be like, you know, there's a fridge in my truck. I could, I could run over there real quick. You want one? Oh. Um, but no, there. So you can pick. So like, great, great audio, by the way. <laughs> yeah. So Bob, for example, you signed up for the. 10 le- or 15 lesson 15 package lesson pack. I signed up for the whole like I signed up for I am broken rebuild me I'm yeah. like the bionic man like we have the technology we can we rebuild, can rebuild him, it you know that so you're going every thing. week I'm every week yeah. and then uh, my 15 pack I've already talked to him about renewing when I'm I mean I got 11 more le- lessons to go and I just I just the like today when I walked in there uh, I was not really focusing on the stuff that he told me, I was just trying to loosen my back up and take a few swings and whatnot. And I, uh, this is good info for you. For you, when you go in there, uh, every swing you take, the videotape. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so I had a few bad ones in there. I'm knocking the water bottle over. Um, my hands are too far away from my body. But all I'm really trying to do is get that back to crack a couple times, right. so I can start actually doing things right. And so he used one of those swings as this is how screwed up you are. And I'm like, I, man, I wasn't taking it serious. So I, I will say. You got to take it serious because they're going to videotape everything yeah. and they'll rub it right in your face. Yep. Uh, and so that was my lesson today. But you know what though? That's a valid point though because but how many times you go out on the course and you're like, oh, you know what? I'm just going to fucking hit the ball yeah. right now. But and like you're not, like, like every I, swing is important. I, I had talked to Matt and Matt's like, you know, realistically, you should practice the way you play. But why do it wrong? And I'm right. going, all right, well, I hate you now too. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, it's true though, and but as the average as average golfers though, we don't really you don't put yourself in that headspace like ever. You just go out there and go hit the ball, and then you focus on the ones you're like, oh, this is an important shot for whatever reason. When yeah. you go, oh man, this is an important shot. Okay, now what am I supposed to do? And then you way overcomplicate it. Whereas if you just so, and that's the cool thing. And and again disclaimer this is not an advertisement for golf tech like this is just the path that i chose we're not saying go out and sign up with golf tech we're saying go out and get yourself an instructor give you an idea how important golf tech is to this whole thing we've only found one guy at golf tech that we all like Uh, uh, so far yeah we all use anyway so far so um uh, just find yourself an instructor that is gonna do some sort of intensive you know, swing analysis uh, for you. My fun, other than the, you know, I don't have the pylon in front of me because I, I have way too much hip sway. Uh, he really likes to do that noodle thing to make sure I bring my hands back. Right. And it, I'm almost at the point of get the damn noodle away from me. But I, but I keep doing it. So you know. So so the lessons are short. I mean, it's a 30 minute lesson. You go, okay, here, hit a couple balls, loosen up, which they're videotaping so they can hold against you later. Yeah, and, and they do. <laughs> then they then they go, okay, here here's what we're going to work on. Do this, do this, and then they recap it and show you all the different angles compared to the pro. See where you're going, and then they go, they close it out with, okay, now here's a drill that you can work on in your practice or at home, do whatever. 
whatever you're doing, here's a drill that you can work on. And they, they'll send you the videos and the drill. Yeah. So via it, the app or yeah, you got the app you and it. you can look at your whole, your whole lesson is on video and you can like look at all the different videos that are taken and there's actually audio too. And I didn't yeah. even know that, oh. but it's like, <laughs> yeah, turn your speakers on. Yeah. <laughs> it helps. So it's, it's just, it's, it's, it comes in it comes in really handy so now is I've, this with a simulator or is this yeah, it's natural a simu- simulator no no it, i really it, like the hitting mats those so nice. so I yeah there is there is there's a, a big hitting mat in front of you but it's not the you're not looking at the picture in front of you like like they have at uh yeah, your swing and stuff is on tv screen right. yeah 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 you're, so you're, you're not hitting into anything there's no, no you're just hitting into a mat yeah exactly. and then but the ball flight is like on a screen in front of you like to the side of you so you're looking at it when you stand up and i realized today there's a screen behind you also because is there really apparently left-handed people learn to golf too oh that's true <laughs> yeah huh we always forget about lefties yeah lefties so uh, did yeah. you pick this area because there's a bar there or there's no bar uh we picked this area because it's the only one that's on the way home from work or oh, the way okay. to work uh the, the other ones are like santan valley or chandler or some you know right. holy crap way out there uh, i think there's one in scottsdale also down the street from yeah there. i feel like there's one there's so you got arrowhead you got scottsdale you got the east side where we don't give a shit about the east side yeah. um but yeah wow this is great audio that one's not as bad as the, <laughs> the, the last trip yeah, watch it here he comes you got to stand on it if you got a charger, right? Oh, no, that's Mustang. Sorry. No, that's a charger. Is it a charger? A charger. Yeah, that's the sound of raw horsepower oh, right raw there. Raw horsepower. That's that's called MagnaFlow. Yeah, he had me start out. I, I always start out with a seven iron because that's what I've always been kind of taught is that's your go-to money club. That's the one you warm up with. That's you know, uh, you hit a seven iron the most because you're usually ideally you're 150-ish out. Uh, and then uh, he had me go to a longer club. He loves saying longer club, which I, yeah, you want me to hit what? <laughs> and so we went with a hybrid, and as I'm hitting my hybrid, he looks at it and he goes, this thing's only 55 grams. We need, uh-huh. we need, he goes, give me a minute, and just took off. And I'm like, okay, what's that? And he brought back one, uh, a 75 gram TaylorMade. And, <clears throat> and I really want that TaylorMade right now because I was just tattooing it with the higher uh, weight. And it really, that really made me think about how uh, you got to really get fitted for yeah. your swing. Uh, I got fitted a PXG uh, just like you did, or I at least wasn't drunk off my ass after an NBA <laughs> tournament. Uh, but uh, the PXG fitting, I pretty much, I think I said this in the podcast, I told the guy, you know, what my current specs were, and he just matched them. There was nothing really to it. Uh, I tell you, if you're thinking about getting fitted for clubs you're getting new clubs take their swings you know go go somewhere get a swing evaluation maybe a lesson or two to try to right. you know, get somebody who's really actually going to invest time in you well and it depends too like so there's different types there's different reasons why people get new clubs and i feel like there's a majority especially in the mediocre golf world and i don't just mean mga that the new I mean, driver's going to go straight I mean the average golfer, right? If you're if you're an if you're listening to this podcast and you're like us, uh, you have that everybody falls victim at one point in their life, going, "Oh my gosh, if I go spend a bunch of money on clubs, I'm gonna get better." And I am a living example of that is absolutely not the case. Went out and spent a shit ton of money, not because I thought it was gonna get better; it was gifted to me um, that hey, we're gonna go out and spend a shit ton of money on a full bag 
PXG set, and I'm sitting there going, it's not going to make me better. And here, and I've proven it over the last year and a half. It has not made me better. It, the club, it's the Indian, not the Arrow, right? So if you're out there, if you're on the fence and going, oh man, I need to go get a Did new set of clubs. Did you say that because we're close to the reservation? Uh, listen, I do nothing but get myself into, uh, you know, racial uh, dicey situations, right? Uh, what well, he likes yeah. to do is say stuff and then try to get out of it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, 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 I need to be careful because now that we're international, uh, you yeah. know, this could but be... But you are on the right side of the road, right? Uh, correct. Yeah. And, I mean, there's one, golf is one of the few things that, I mean, technology has made a big difference, right? So, I mean, you're... If you'd played in, you know, when Arnold Palmer played, for instance, with those clubs, uh huh, you would probably be just as bad as you are now. But Arnold Palmer would still be great using the new club. Yeah, right? well, for sure. Uh, but the point I'm trying to make is, if you're, if Bob has six sets of clubs at his house because <laughs> he's got a problem. Right. If you if you think that if you think that going out and getting that new set of clubs is going to help you get better. I'm not saying that you're not going to play slightly better, but if you're if your goal is to play better golf, you need to start by learning how to swing a golf club better. And then once you get there, now go out and get a set of clubs that are, you know, I mean the enjoyment that you're going to get out of it, the satisfaction that you're going to get out of spending a shit ton of money on a nice set of clubs is going to be multiplied because you're just playing better golf. Or it could work the other way. If you're one of those frugal motherfuckers that 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 goes, oh man, I really don't want to spend a bunch of money on golf clubs, but I feel like I feel like I need to. Go get a couple lessons, start playing better golf, and then you might go, you know what? I don't need to get. Maybe I'll take in my old clubs and get them regripped for a fraction of the price. Like I don't need new clubs. Just put some new grips on them, get them cleaned up, and there you go. Like, you don't have to spend a ton of money to get better at the game. Like it's just not. It's not mandatory. So that's the only point I'm trying to make. I'll get down off my soapbox now. Yeah, preach it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I think I, that was uh, one of my drunken points in a podcast or two ago where I was just harping on the get lessons, you'll get better, you'll enjoy it more. And, and for the record, we have uh, we here at The Average Minute have received uh, $0.0 in uh, revenue from any golf instruction institution so uh, but if any of you uh, golf instructors out there want to reach out for a uh, nominal fee we'd love to do a nice friendly happy-go-lucky no slanderish uh, commercial for you oh for sure well i feel like at this point in his career i feel like hank haney uh, yeah. might, he, he might need to uh, advertise on the average minute uh, average he's on line one we're gonna need <laughs> he's uh he's pretty much uh become a pariah in the golf uh, world, so then, uh, there's that. I'm working on it, and I'm not even famous yet. I'm, I want to start out as a pariah. <laughs> uh, and we had previously discussed having uh, your old instructor on the podcast, and that you know that's a happy-go-lucky situation. And uh, you'd mentioned that our current guy uh, probably would fit in a little bit better. And uh, I just want the, the last thing of my lesson, which you know, again, I take it away without being shallow enough i you know don't follow through you know everything that i've been doing for the last four lessons uh but it was funny because at the end of the thing he's all man i was gonna i had notes to help you work on this uh, one thing but apparently you fixed it I'm like what the hell does that mean 
<laughs> did that make you feel? Did that make you feel better, or did it make uh, you feel worse? It made me feel worse. It like, made me wonder how the what, fuck did I fix what, what the hell was I doing wrong that I, <laughs> yeah. I fixed yeah. without knowing I fixed it? Now you're scrambling yeah, mentally now, to try to yeah, remember I'm what it was to that it back you... up so I can have him tell me what it is. Yeah. Interesting. Well, I'll tell you what. I've already become a pariah in the golf scene to the point where I don't even think I'm going to the Open this year. Because and it'll be the first it'll be the first year in a lot of years that I that I'm not going to the open. Is that not a thing? Do you have do you have uh, breaking news that? Well, there's three of us going to the open that are sitting there. Okay, well, okay, y'all have fun at the open. <laughs> <laughs> are we to the British Open or another open? Waste uh, management. No, <laughs> the waste management. Uh, it's a it's an annual tradition, kind of like church. You know, yeah. kind of like. Yeah. Uh, we uh, a long time Scott ago. Scott is uh, one of the founding members of church, right? Like we started this congregation uh, way back in the day when it was just the two of us. Uh, started on Thursday nights. Uh, I don't need to get into why it was Thursday, but it was just yeah. well, it, it it's I don't want to bore you with somebody, details. Somebody was getting ready for Friday, so I had free time. Yeah, so Scott had lots of free time. I had lots of free time. So we just said, hey, let's start going to the range on Thursdays. And it just morphed it for years. I mean, this yeah. has been for years. And, uh, you guys still suck. Yeah. Well, it turns out, so one of my... When you're, when you're practicing wrong, you're still wrong. Well, the old cliche, right? Like, practice doesn't make perfection. Practice makes permanence. That's right. So when you're doing it wrong, all you're doing is solidifying those wrong habits for years and years and years. And I'm a living... Uh, and what you do is you go into the fans' golf store here at church and go buy yourself a new set of clubs because you know lessons don't help. Uh, right. Oh, that'll be the next commercial coming up. <laughs> uh, which, lessons by the way, help. we're we're coming up on a uh, on an ad break <laughs> right about now. You have to go to the bathroom again. Uh, turns out. Uh, never mind. Uh, Mrs. Average says my prostate's fine, according to her. You know, rudimentary. Uh, Measurement technique. Some, some came up. She has small fingers, though. Yeah, and, and and she never really went to medical school, so I don't know what she's talking about. But uh, we'll be we'll be right back. This episode of the Average Minute Podcast is brought to you by SNS Pest Control. Does your house have an open border policy and you're constantly dealing with the onslaught of unwanted visitors taking up residence where they don't belong? I'll be honest with you, at the average house it was a struggle. I would go to the store and I would buy that over-the-counter crap in a jug and I would spray and spray and spray and it didn't do anything to curb the constant infiltration by those tiny little pests. Mrs. Average was at her wits end. Well I called Scott Stafford at SNS Pest Control and I got on a treatment plan. I don't know what that guy uses, but it instantly put a stop to the problem. Within a couple of days, my house was free and clear of all those pesky insects coming in out of the heat. Hate pulling weeds? I know I do. Well, SNS has an answer for that too. Not only will Scott come out and annihilate all your pests, but he'll put you on a weed abatement schedule and you'll never have to get your hands dirty pulling those weeds again. Stop dealing with the hassle of bugs and weeds and take your house back. Call Scott at SNS Pest Control today. Tell him Average sent you, and uh, well, he'll probably give you the same reasonable price he gives everyone. You don't want some discount service, you want your bugs and weeds gone. And one phone call to SNS Pest Control will make that happen. 
Call Scott today at 602-881-4416. You'll be glad you did. And we're back. So uh, what you want to do is call Scott Stafford at Pest Control. Was that Scott Stafford? Pest Control. Yeah, dude, I totally I totally uh, shit the bed on my... I got the email reminder. Uh, so the, And the, that's another thing. I'm going to go off of the pre-recorded advertisement for SNS Pest Control and go right into the live portion of the advertisement. Uh, it's tailored service to the point where I get the email reminder like, hey, your service date is such and such. Uh, so, you know, if you have pets or whatever, you know, like, hey, leave your dog inside, you know, whatever it is. Um, you I get the. I, e- I think he serviced my house recently too, because I remember that email. You get the email reminder, yeah. like, "Hey, uh, you have service upcoming," and then I got the personalized text message because I had requested, "Hey, man, um, everything is great. I don't have bugs inside the house. I don't have bugs in the yard. Any of that stuff, but I do have spiders inside the garage, and Mrs. Average is freaking out." So, and we had talked, and it was one of those things, verbal agreement. Like we had talked about it. I was probably drunk. And he goes, yeah, no problem. I'll let you know uh, the next service date. Just leave your back garage because I have the RV garage with the the garage door in the back. He goes, just leave your back garage door open or unlocked to where I can get into your garage. And I'm like, yeah, sweet, no problem. So I get the personalized text message day of service. I'm already at work. And he goes, <laughs> he goes, hey, uh, you're can I get into your garage? And I'm like, fuck, <laughs> no. So he goes, ah, we'll do it next week. So. Uh, but that's the kind of service that you can expect if you uh, get a hold of SNS Pest Control. So do you, do you pay extra if you're a VIP? Uh, absolutely not. It turns out uh, if you're an SNS Pest Control customer, you're a VIP. So uh, there you go. Y'all are welcome. There you go. Um, he, he will accept interesting trades to where uh, I do an awful lot of golf ball exchange programs with him, but... It's, a, it's don't the, jump in on my golf ball exchange. It's, it's back in the old days where <laughs> trading was meant yeah. to be. Turns out it, it's a barter system. Turns yeah. out I really don't have anything interesting to offer, um, so I you know generally trade money oh. uh, in exchange <laughs> exchange for he, services he does rendered. Cash. You're a real American. Yeah. Uh, Turns out money also works. Is, so. is there a product that he likes a lot that maybe <laughs> you know he might want to trade? Uh, what dispensary do you normally have? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's all hypothetical. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's... Listen. I know he likes to go play golf at the border, but, you know, I don't know why. If you got a uh, if you got a grow in your backyard and you got, a uh, like, a interesting indica strain that, you know, you're testing out, he might, he might help you out. So, <laughs> uh, so anyway, back to our... Uh, whether or not we're going to the open turns out we might be going to the open um and for y'all listening in iran or denmark or wherever the fuck uh we're here in arizona so we're of course talking about the waste management phoenix open which is the people's open as they call it uh loudest hole in golf uh probably the best tournament you can go to in person as a spectator i think it's the largest drawing golf tournament in the world uh, by a lot it's, yeah. there, there's lot, multiple yeah. tournaments that don't draw as much as that tournament yeah combined right type yeah of thing. and i mean we don't even you don't even get some of the top players i mean in years past uh lately we've been getting you know like i think spieth Spieth comes to yeah, Phoenix. Come. Uh, JT Ricky, JT Ricky comes too. to Phoenix. Ricky, does Ricky won in in fifteen. I feel like. Um, 
I feel like Tony Finau won. Finau, oh, recently. that was awesome last year. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he was awesome. So I mean, we do we get a lot of top players, but like Tiger, uh, dude. <laughs> uh, he played that one year where he needed to move the rock, so everybody came and lifted. Well, the big, there's giant the, there's the, the infamous hole in one in '97, mm-hmm. right? And then um, that was crazy because you could be right behind him when he was shooting on the 16th hole. There were no grandstands. No, in yeah, those there wasn't days. at all. And it is it has evolved into it's literally a stadium. Uh, I work right down the street, which would get me to start bitching about traffic. But instead, I'll start talking about I watch the grandstands start getting erected, and they start building them in September. And you just sit there and slowly watch them build and build. They're still building right, right. now. Uh, eventually, you get to the point to where because you drive on uh, Hayden, you drive right past the 18th hole, right, and. When they first start erecting uh, 17's grandstands, you can see that they're barely working on 16. And before you can see them complete that at all, there's so many grandstands on 18 that you can't see anything right. at all. And yeah. then uh, the little corner between 17 and 18, that's the uh, like VIP big-time yep. corporate yep. area. But what I don't understand is they had the bar with the music playing oh, while the they're shooting nest. down the 18th. Yeah. No, the- this is... On 18th hole. No, yeah. that's the 18th hole. Is uh, yeah. It's that, just like, yeah. what, are, what are we at? A bar? Uh, we had a golf tournament. Dude, the yeah. bird's nest is actually about uh, half a mile away from 18, uh, headed east. Now, I heard a rumor, and I'm not positive, but they might have a concert, a private concert, in the 16th hole. They did it last year. Did they do yeah. it last uh-huh. year? Uh-huh. Absolutely, they did. And I mean that oh, that'd be wicked. Oh man. So so my my problem is I so I'm such an approachable, lovable guy. Uh, I yeah. generally don't like crowds of people and I like I'm out like for years we've been going to the open on Thursday, which is great. And I love that. But I will not go. I've I can't tell you how many times I have been given like general admission tickets. Or greenskeepers tickets. When you're in the automotive business, you get a lot of stuff. <laughs> you get a lot of perks like that. Uh, I've been given tickets a lot of years that I have given away, just not used. Like I will not go. So if you want to call average for tickets, his number. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, I will not go. I will not do a general admission situation. I will not do uh, walk around. Like, dude, you are. There are hordes, hordes of people there at this at this golf tournament and uh that's not my scene like i would rather uh, what i like about going to the 16th hole is that you're in a designated box we have the same bartender every year the service is phenomenal they import these bartenders from all over ours our is bar is from, from uh, vegas. vegas yeah like she's she's cool as shit right and uh i mean you just get you get great service everything's unlimited it's 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 i'm doing air quotes right now it's audio medium it's limited quantity on the beverages, but you get what I'm saying. I was like going to say, they, they, <laughs> they, they may or may not phantom scan your uh, wristband yeah. if you're tipping properly. Right. Uh, turns uh, I out. Think, according to my wristband, I think I had three drinks, and uh, I don't remember Jessica driving us home uh, because she was like, they were picking on me so much about my driving, and I'm going, I Wait, don't you drove? I don't remember that at all. Wow. That's... Uh, was I but I, I got I to tell you one time about driving. Me and Ken, <laughs> me and Ken were Dude, the Uber, there, Uber. And we're going in line, and it was me, Ken, and Chef, and that was just the three of us, right? 
but yeah, Jeff yeah, was by year. himself. That year, yeah. That year. He met us there. Yeah, and we're sitting in line, and we're intoxicated. I mean, intoxicated. We're in line to get an Uber. So we're thinking, okay, this would be better. Safe thing, you're good, no problem. So we're sitting in line. It's so long that Chef goes to the bathroom, <laughs> then comes back, and still we didn't move. I mean, it, that's how, how bad it was. Then these five punk-ass kids, we used to call them Scottsdale Boat Boys. With boat with shoes. Boat shoes and their polo shirts and their sweaters tied. So pretty. I'm totally going to dress like that they, they, this year. Well, yeah, they just they cut in line. And then they let them. Yeah, they just walked right and, up to the me, front of an hour and 20 minute long Uber line. And, and you know me, uh, yeah, when yeah, I'm drinking, yeah. my voice gets louder. Ken's was you're, louder you're than kidding. mine. Yeah. Come here, you piece of <laughs> So, after all that, we get into this van. And I'm sorry, he's, he's a foreigner. Uh, so I'm going to sort of uh, pick on that. Not acknowledge or accept. But that turns out, turns out he normally does tech support for your cell phone yes, company. Yes, yes. <laughs> so uh, when we get in, he he asks us, "What kind of music do you listen to?" And we go everything. <laughs> so he gives us an iPad. He goes. He goes. He goes. Whatever, whatever you want. You you are the DJ. Welcome to my van. You can play whatever you want. Here's the iPad. That iPad had all of Michael Jackson's albums. <laughs> That's all it was. There's nothing in that. I go, well, you know, I like that guy. I'm going to go Michael Jackson. You can play Michael Jackson. Sure. You can play Michael Jackson. <laughs> pancakes or pancakes. Yeah, you, you could have, uh, you know, little kid Michael Jackson. Yeah. You could have, you know. So no, 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 there was no Jackson 5. No, 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 Jackson. It was, it was all, it was just straight up. And this guy was driving in the middle of the middle road. Of the freaking road. Not in one lane. He was in all of lane. the lanes. He was in all three lanes. And, and I'm it, like, uh, I will say if you use the stripe and put it right in the hood, it was, type of thing, it, it, was a, it was about it was about a two thousand seven Toyota Sienna, right? Nice. Like I don't even know how Uber I don't I'm not even convinced it was an Uber. <laughs> I, I feel like the Uber decal was like delaminating from the windshield. Like I feel like it was not even a legit thing. He just pulled into the Uber he, line. He, he bought some car from the auction that happened to have an Uber sticker. And, and, and because he normally does tech support for your cell phone company, he figured out how to get our payment off of our phone. Yeah. But there's no way that was an actual Uber car. Like it was, it, like one wheel was wobbling. There was only one hubcap on the whole whole vehicle. Like it was, it was crazy. And we were just sitting there, and I go, drunk off my ass. But I love you. We dude, die, we die. Dude, he was driving. He was driving on the wrong side of the road at one point. It was like, one of those where you're um, you're sitting there and you're drunk, a red light. and you're going, I'd never do this in my car. But whatever, we got Michael Jackson playing. <laughs> hey, beat it. Why not? Yeah, exactly. But that was that was one of the funniest things ever happened at the open, and we've been going for what seven years. It's been yeah, it's been yeah. a minute. Um, yeah. Uh, we have since learned to definitely have one of the wags pick us up yep. afterwards because, you know, then we just walk down. We walk down to the corner and have somebody pick us up, and we don't have to wait in that line. No. We don't have to deal with all the – you're paying, you know, 150 bucks for an Uber to take you five miles. Yep. You know, that's ah. – but, but no, it was, it was interesting. <laughs> 
so yeah it, hopefully hopefully that works out and we're able to uh we're able to get to the waste management this year uh i'm not going to be we're not going to be remoting live from the uh from the waste management Dude, i feel like that cool. would be Oh, we could backpack the mic in and go. Can, I don't know. I don't know if they'll you know let what? it in. Can can we do that? I if we bring, I don't think they'll let it in. This has to be a clear the, backpack. Bring a bring a press pass. Can I get a press pass for the uh, anybody uh, for for all you out there in in podcast land uh, that happen to work for the uh, waste management open? I'm going to need a press pass so I can get in there and and do a podcast. Or if from, you know a Thunderbird that from the sixteen yeah, hole. Thunderbird get you in. So if any of y'all's grandparents are listening that are Thunderbirds, uh, I'm going to need a press pass for the uh, waste management this year so I can do a podcast right from the 16th hole. So, Well, fellas, um, it has been uh, quite the chock-full episode. We're trying out, trying out a new format, which is basically to have a format. Uh, rather than just turn on the mic and see the, the see what happens. The whole situation seemed to be redundant last time. Yeah. So we're trying to cut back on the redundancy because, as you know, after I've had uh, one or two beers, I tend to keep asking the same question over and over again. I feel like it worked out. I don't know. Leave your feedback. Uh, definitely, uh, you know, follow us on social media. Leave your feedback there. Uh, you know, you know how to get a hold of us directly if you uh, are not local to us uh just slide into my dms uh y'all are welcome so other than that um you know i'm out on 2022's uh closing catchphrase uh i feel like that didn't stick so i'm still saying i liked it but whatever did you pick a new one no no i don't have anything to replace it i just don't like you know see you in the rough see you in the rough but it has a double meaning i i suppose okay well we'll see if it sticks we'll start out 2023 with uh uh, we will see you in the rough. Uh, 